0: This is The Makeup Show Podcast, where we take some time every week to talk all things about makeup, from kit to career, from artistry to inspiration, and everything in between. With decades of experience in all areas of the industry, award-winning makeup artists Danessa Myricks and James Vincent travel the world, meeting and educating makeup lovers. And this podcast, Danessa and James share the wealth of their knowledge and career insights with you.
1: Hey, hey, hey.
0: Howdy, howdy, howdy.
1: I'm Danessa. And I'm
0: James Vincent. And
1: this is the Makeup Show Podcast. Welcome,
0: welcome, everybody. Welcome, guys.
1: Thank you guys for tuning in. We know that so many of you are on your bike or in the gym or... Being naughty on set, listening in, um, and we appreciate you spending this time with us every single week. This topic today is the topic of all topics for my partner in crime, Jay Vincent Makeup. Fashion
0: Week, Fashion Week.
1: This is your thing for sure. So clearly, you're going to lead this conversation because you are known worldwide <laughs> as Mr. Fashion Week, and your phone rings out of control, your emails go on a gazillion, your DMs. M's maddening during this time of the year.
0: Well, babe, you and I have been doing Fashion Week together for quite a while now, and Fashion Week starts in t- uh, tomorrow. Yeah, and we are going to once again be backstage. And you and I have covered this topic before, but what I think is so important is as more and more artists enter the field, they want to know what to do and how to prepare for international fashion weeks and it's a topic that I think we need to cover because this year babe we have had I don't know Jeremy like over 300 people reach out for which
1: is crazy a handful of spots right for the like less than 10 (laughs) spots that are available yeah and
0: I think you know if I'm honest with everybody I have to look at artists whose body of work I know and so what I did when people were saying, okay, I'm interested in being backstage with you and Janessa and Bethany, I gave them instructions on what I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I told them how to prepare, and many of the artists and people who are reaching out are struggling with it.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really interesting thing. You know, as I travel, as we travel all around the world, it's like when you ask the people in the audience, like, what is that dream thing they wanna do most? Fashion Week is always at the top of the list. Um, But what I realized based on my own experience is that it's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing to have it on your bucket list, Mm -hmm. but being thrown into it the way I was thrown into it early in my career, I realized that it's not all like sexy and glitz and and lights. It it does require some preparation and you know, everyone's not ready.
0: And you look at it from two sides because you've been back stage as an artist, as a key, designing the shows, doing all of that. But you also have sponsored Fashion Week with Danessa Myricks Beauty.
1: Yeah, it's a really interesting thing. Um, If I were to kind of dial back to when I uh, first started doing makeup and the opportunity came um, for me to just go. And this is when we were in the tents, when it was like yeah. Bryant Park. I was like, oh my God, my life is about to change. And it was a really big show. I don't know whose show it was. I just knew it was a big one. And I went there with my ginormous kit and pulled up at a table and we waiting for the models to come in. And then a few things became very clear for me right away. A... Nothing starts on time. It's a hurry up and wait. You have zero control over how much time you have with the person. You have zero control over what the energy of the person is when they come to see you. And oftentimes you have zero control of the makeup that you can use. So it was really like like an awakening for me I walked in wanting to pull out all the things in my kit that I'm familiar with and I'm used to using and they were like oh no 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 we have a sponsor everything that you're using is on the table right now and I'm like what like I've never seen any of these things in my life I I don't know what these textures do and I I nearly peed my pants and and, (laughs) needless to say I was horrible um I think I was slated to do two maybe three people I did 75% 75% as one like it's kind of embarrassing to even tell the story but the, she was crying her boyfriend broke up with her and then the hairstylist pulled her hair and she she just can't deal and it was like a lot and then me with my nervousness and lack of experience and expertise and like working in this this type of environment and not even knowing these products and I'm like all of that was a recipe for disaster yeah and on the flip side of it being someone who has sponsored fashion weeks um i understand how uncomfortable it is especially from a sponsor's perspective when when the team comes in and because they can't use their kits it's like you're working with people who just got started it's like in they've makeup, never done makeup before. right and so you know the empathy in me understands where that comes from but also the professional in me realizes that they they should know better and they should do better. Yeah. So um, I think if I were to say anything to anyone who's looking to be a part of fashion week is to really ask your, yourself a question. If somebody took away all your current tools and put you in an environment where you had to use what they offered you, would you understand brush lengths and um, brush uh, bristles and what tool to use in that regard? Would you understand if you have you have switched out a lash glue or that you were given lashes that you were never familiar with or used before? Or do you understand just texture in general and color in general and how to manipulate different co- uh, co- colors and textures to get the results that you want? Like Those are really important questions to ask yourself. And can you do all of those things with speed? I think that
0: these are all such important ideas of how an artist needs to prepare to be backstage at any fashion week, anywhere in the world. And what I thought I could do is kind of break it down into five categories and we could kind of talk it through. For me, I was very lucky in that I got to assist some of the majors. I was backstage um, as an assistant with artists like Kevin Aquan and Linda Cantello and Dick Page. And I learned so much about professionalism and kind of what I need to put forward so I think you started already talking about skill set and that's the first thing that I want to cover here skill set is essential for fashion week you've got to be a master of your makeup application but I think more than anything you've got to be comfortable beyond your own makeup kit Mm -hmm. you really have to understand how complexion works you know how to manipulate product. You have to understand the basics of what we mean when we're defining coverage as sheer, of light, of medium, mm-hmm. of full. You have to understand how to work on different complexions and you have to really be able to bring across lines and define with precision. And you've really got to understand placement. I think the biggest struggle we see every season is people coming in and mastering complexion that in New York tends to be very minimal. Yeah. And most of our artists now are working with fuller coverage. Right. And for, to bring them over to the idea that they need to leave the skin a little raw mm-hmm. or uh, with a lighter coverage is really a strain on yeah. a lot of these artists and it's they struggle. off-putting
1: for a lot of people too because they're used to you know what they see what they scroll yeah. or a final photo from a photo shoot but this is a whole different world and so in that environment it's really about going back to the basics understanding correction yeah. um and and coverage and complexion like base level yeah you know it's not about this fantasy or this creative um expression that you may do in your personal artistry it's like fresh raw beautiful skin and then whatever the look is
0: i have a great story from on last season i was speaking to dick page and he is such a wonderful artist to work under for Fashion Week. And he is, has worked on some of my favorite shows. I was lucky enough to work under him on shows like Michael Kors yeah, and...
1: Uh, Mark Jacobs. You're so lucky. So I met brilliant. him and I almost cried. And I was like, this is so ridiculous. I'm having this crazy fan out moment. And he's like, uh, where's the coffee? Yeah, like, He's so, <laughs> he's low, so key. Like, low key down to earth. He yeah. has no
0: ego. And I was um, speaking to him during Fashion Week. We ran into each other. And we were talking about that. You know, He was saying, I have so many of these artists coming in from all over the world. And they just want to put makeup on the face. They want to do this full face of makeup, this full coverage. And they're forgetting things like color theory. And I Mm -hmm. thought that that was so important. And so what I'm urging artists, if you want to step into Fashion Week take some time and review your fundamentals. If Mm -hmm. you're not understanding how color works, how color pairs, if you're not understanding the difference between light, medium and full coverage, if you cannot step in immediately and work with a liquid foundation or a cream foundation, if you cannot color match, you know, in a very quick amount of time, then these are things I think that you need to practice and put in work because When you get backstage and you've got 11 minutes to do a full face on a model who has a lot of energy or ego um, or is eating a sandwich or breaking up with her boyfriend, you've got to be the professional and your skill set and confidence in your own skill set is what's going to separate, you know, the weak from the strong.
1: I think what's also important to remember in those environments is that you're always on stage um at all times. There's lots of cameras backstage there's people come to interview um and so on, and they're just panning the room, not always knowing like who's the key, whatever, and they're like capturing your moments on camera and you're representing that key um so you don't want to be the the struggle bug that like makes everybody look bad or makes the key look bad because um you did something a little bit insane or you didn't match a complexion or you know it's a minute and they have this time to like get an interview and you haven't actually done the actual look yet and this is what's going to be on on e-news tonight you know what i mean so i know what you mean you know fashion week is um selling for so many for everyone who's involved yeah. it's this designer who's worked for all of this time preparing these clothes it's like all the work that went into creating the looks it's the sponsors is everybody is there for a purpose to sell something yeah. and um you can ruin it for everyone it's
0: months of work yeah it's thousands if not hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars to put these shows together yeah and to to the fact that someone can derail it by matching the wrong skin tone. Right. It's, it's is crazy. crazy. It's a lot of stress. Um the next piece I want to talk about, which I think it lends right into it, is professionalism. Mm-hmm. This for me is such an important, important, crucial um fact. If you cannot be professional in this environment, you do not have any business being there. We see again and again where people step into Fashion Week and they think it's just fun and games. And this, for me, is like our Olympics. It is where you come in and you bring your A-game. And uh, when I'm talking about professionalism, I'm thinking professionalism in your station setup, you know, is it clean? Is it sanitary? Are you working hygienically? Professionalism in your dress. This is about you putting your best self forward, but mm-hmm. you're not just representing yourself, you're representing your key artist, you're representing the sponsors. How many times have we seen someone come in backstage and we're like, "What is she yeah, working to?" Yeah, yeah. You know, you need to be there and remember this is a long day, you're on your feet, you need to be comfortable, but you're also working in a fashion environment. And you know the other piece for me um is you've got to be able to take direction. And you've got to be able to work under the key artist and their team. But you also have to be a little autonomous. You know, if you're coming to me with every question, every step of your makeup, if you cannot figure out on your own if that lash looks good, there's an issue there in your level of professionalism and your level of skill.
1: I think that idea of professionalism, uh, the can be addressed on so many levels. Um, I think about the last couple of fashion weeks that we did together, and you do a lot of like celebrity-driven shows. And there are people who are on the team who've been waiting for years and years to be a part of it. And then when they see like their favorite reality star or this uh, icon in the industry that they've, you know, dreamed about their whole lives, they kind of forget. <laughs> what they were there for yeah they kind of forget what they were there for it's so funny like we've seen people run and take selfies like and cringe um th- There are so many things to consider. And when thinking about, you know, who you build the team with, those are all the things that come to mind, like who's able to keep it together, regardless of who's around and under any circumstance.
0: I think it's very difficult, too, because we're at a time right now. And I had this discussion with an artist not long ago. We're at a time right now where people are like, live out loud, just do you, babe, you know, and that really, for me, is important. I really believe that every artist should express themselves but there are going to be those professional situations where you've got to pull it in you know I have had to have conversations with artists backstage who are too loud who are too aggressive you know who are speaking unprofessionally to the people in their chair having private conversations I had a situation I don't know if you remember where someone had one of the celebrities in their chair and was like oh yeah I used to watch that show where I had a situation where someone told an actress who was in the show um oh no you really are pretty you know I've had situations where people are misgendering models Mm -hmm. which is such a big thing right now and I think that professionalism goes beyond your ability to apply makeup I say if you are there working for a key you need to really mimic their energy and their professionalism and for me like we tend to be very low-key backstage compared to other people so when i see people on their phones constantly running to get a photo with kim kardashian you know when i see them not focused on the makeup when i see them having conversations that i think are inappropriate using language that i think is inappropriate Mm -hmm. um that for me is a bigger red flag than the makeup skill because i can reline someone's eye in a minute but i cannot take back an inappropriate conversation absolutely you know yeah Um, personality is the next one for me. And I think personality is the biggest bit of this. It is an amazing way to make your mark. Because if you've got the right personality, everyone wants to be around you. I guess when I put this on the list, I was thinking about those people like myself who just have that resting bitch face.
1: Yeah, you know,
0: I have to be very aware that when I'm backstage there are cameras back there at all times because my face naturally just kind of falls into an unhappy looking face and if you're coming in angry upset you know if you're coming in uh with a puss on your face and kind of those eyes that are just like you know exactly everyone knows what I'm talking about uh, that doesn't fit in this world.
1: Totally not. I mean, we're there. I think it's important to remember that we're there to be of service. And we're there to serve that designer in, uh, and support their work and add to the flow of their energy for that event, right? So, like, I know for me, even in or outside of Fashion Week, if I walk into an environment that I created and the people or giving me sucky energy yeah. that I'm employing, like it doesn't work and yeah. it shifts my energy and, and nothing can go well. So if you're representing the key and they turn and they look at the, they have a sour team, then you're not going to keep that show anymore. No. Yeah. So, and people will remember the energy that you bring. There's been so many, um, circumstances i think the the overarching thing is just having this incredible uh degree of humility when you're in those environments like Uh, you are there in service and you know, sometimes the designers and it, it makes total sense. This is like such a high stress moment. There's a thousand people asking them things and they just want to get things done. They want it the way they want it. And you may not always be getting approached with that hug kind of conversation that you want, but it's still like, yes, ma'am. Yes. Absolutely understood. Gonna get it done. Whatever the case may be. Um, but to have somebody react, be reactionary in an environment like that or show their, uh, uh, emotion for mm-hmm. how things are progressing or not Um, on the team is like, it can ruin everything. Not just for the key, but for the designer as well.
0: I think we're also in a strange situation compared to most key artists in that we are also mentors and educators. Mm-hmm. And so I think people expect that, you know, big teddy bear James Vincent that they get in a makeup class or that like, ooh baby, come and give me a hug Vanessa Myricks. But when we're backstage we are really focused I've been
1: told so many times like oh my god like I did not know what that I actually work and I'm a professional yeah so I agree like it's not mean it's never mean but it's always like focus like we're here to do i literally
0: had to say to people like this is not that james vincent that you took that class with because here like i'm not here to kind of mentor you i'm you're here to make me look good and to bring all of my ideas across and we have been in situations where someone's been like can you just show me how to do this smoky eye and i've been like take the model out of your chair, clean up your station, you are now on body because right. this is not the time for you for to a yeah. take a class. Um, the next part I want to talk about, I think you mentioned already, is ego. Ego, ego, ego. Oh, man. We spend so much time on this podcast talking about ego. And I think for artists, ego is such an essential part of what we do. But it does not have a place backstage yeah. because the really tough truth is is that makeup is a small part of this entire fashion show. It is not about the makeup. It is about the clothing. And especially in the shows that I'm keying now, which tend to be more celebrity-driven, it is just about making the vision of the designer and the theme of their collection come across through a complete look and aesthetic. Right. And so... I've got to push my ego aside in my design process and say, okay, how am I highlighting the featured clothing? And then for individual artists, you've got to remember that you are not there in your own capacity. Nobody cares who you are in this situation because you are an extension of the key artist's arms and eyes. Mm -hmm. And I think this is also a tough part. We've had people come backstage and think that they're setting up you know for their own performance or video we've had people try and bring assistance backstage with them we've had people who oh. really thought Set this up was their, their phone hum- and put it on yeah, reverse yeah.
1: camera to get the whole scene backstage yeah. all extremely inappropriate for that environment for sure or hey i loved you this model um are you open to testing and uh, like yeah, having conversations no. with the models mm. about things that can happen between them in the future like crazy things and yeah. just
0: following the protocols you know there is always a second that's with us there are people that kind of help us and they place models and they keep track and sometimes we might put a model in the chair based on a skill set or a personality mm-hmm. um, we might place a model in the chair based on you know, something that no one else is understanding, like this person hasn't done a model yet. And so when people get aggressive or they start pulling, you know, the celebrities into their chairs, the models into their chairs, because they think this is their moment, I find that to be um, a little aggravating because we're already trying to run this entire production from our end and then i'm babysitting and i'm reprimanding and that's not really the way i want to work so leave your ego at the door understand that if you are part of a team for fashion week that you are there to bring across everything that the key needs and really it is a role that is an assistant role and it is difficult sometimes for people to process that in their egos the last piece that i wanted to talk about was the idea of outreach
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have a
0: lot to say on this subject. And I know, Jeremy, you can chime in on this, too. Um, You are reaching out to artists to work backstage with them on Fashion Week. And it is essential that you remember that this is professional. This is a job. This year, Danessa and I had hundreds and hundreds of artists that reached out to us. I I don't even know the numbers because it was overwhelming. And I had people emailing me, calling me, texting me, DMing me on Instagram, DMing me on Facebook. People were friending Jeremy to uh, try and get in through him. People were messaging Selena to try and get in through you. People were calling the makeup show offices. I love that you're excited, but you've got to remember that there is a process that is a professional process and there are protocols in place. In this age of social media, I think it's very easy to feel very connected to an artist. But what I try and remind people is that Danessa and I do not even book all of the people for our show. Someone else decides they need 12 artists for the show. These are the artists that we've worked with before at this time. And then we might make suggestions. Mm -hmm. But we are crazy busy. And the idea that I have had to respond to messages constantly... Um, is part of what I do. But the fact that when someone messages me and I say email info at James Vincent makeup, attach this photo, do this and someone sends me, well, do you think I should send this photo or this photo or someone says, well, I sent this photo, but now I want you to look at this photo or someone says, I don't have an email or someone says I don't have a website or someone wants to argue with me about the process for getting in touch with me, I can't place you on my team because you haven't been able to follow the tiniest of instructions. And if you can't follow the tiniest of instructions, then how can I trust that you will be professional backstage?
1: I you know? totally agree. And you know, I like to kind of dial it back a little bit further. You know, even outside of makeup, if you think of any career, when you have this opportunity to show your work and um, your it's a big deal, anything that's a big deal, you're going to call in your A-team, right? So when I think about Fashion Week, I'm often bewildered by anyone who reaches out, who I've never had an experience with or interaction with before, um, because I want to bring my A team and my A team are people that I know people I'm familiar with their work. It's people who I'm familiar with their personality. I understand who they are, what their skill sets are. I understand why I would want them on this team versus another. I've had interactions and conversations or I've seen you in practice um, over time. So when it's time for this big deal, I know like there's always a short list, right? Um, I think, I think people who are reaching out should kind of put that in perspective too. And if there is something that you really want to do or somebody who you want to really work with during fashion week, your, your real um, job is to think about how can I develop a relationship with this person? before fashion week even happens not two weeks before not the day before like you know what is a real meaningful interaction that i can have with this artist that keeps them or keeps me on top of their mind
0: i think that is the best piece of advice because if you are don't have a relationship with someone and you're reaching out um i there's a bigger chance there that there might be a failure in communication. The little pet peeve of mine is the number huge number of people that have reached out that don't even know our names. Mm-hmm. Like I can't tell how many people reach out that are like oh I would love to work with Vincent and Vanessa. I'm like you obviously. Or Vanessa Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Which is actually a I very cool that. name. That's
0: a whole. That's a collection for Dimas. <laughs> oh, so,
1: exactly. I actually wrote it down because I'm like, it actually, it's kind of I mean, cool. Fairness,
0: you kind of dress like you're in the
1: Matrix. I know. I mean, I'm constantly like a vampire, and my hair is in a uh, perpetual state of Mohawkness. So I, I, I get love it. That. You're like a cross <laughs> between slow Yeah, you're a oh cross between God. like Blade and the Matrix.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think that I would be the old woman that he goes to see. What was her name? The Oracle. The Oracle. <laughs> I'm going to be the Oracle. You can be Nemo. Uh, I'm yeah. Nemo? Yeah.
1: Okay, I do. I Yeah, I think I can be Nemo. But um, I think, you know,
0: I want to put a pin in this. I think that there are so many things that we've covered in this podcast that are important. And I think the thing that you said that resounded with the most is you've got to bring your A game because we're looking for our A team. Yeah. And if you are concerned about your own applications, if you are not confident in your color matching or color development, if you don't have your website and social media to a place where you feel like they best represent you, if you don't have images in a portfolio that you can show me right away so that I can share with a client. If you are struggling right now in your life and you feel like you can't come with that smile on your face, maybe this is not the season for you. And I think that is difficult. But this is where we have to understand that makeup is where art meets commerce. Mm-hmm. And this is a big business piece for our industry. Um, I use the word piece only once. Yeah. And you can be a part of all of these things all the time if you are prepared, if you know the right people, if you are pushing yourself forward in a professional way, if you're practicing your makeup, and if you are able to show me constantly that you are uh, one of the best or working to be one of the best.
1: I love that. And just on a final note, Fashion Week is fun. It's exciting. You get your heart racing. It's that thing a lot of artists look forward to. You know, most people don't even make any money outside of the key. Usually, people there are volunteering or making a small amount of money for a lot of time and lots of energy. But everyone does it because it's like that that thing that kind of plugs you in and gets you charged up and excited for the rest of the year. So it is like. Something that I hope that everyone gets an opportunity to experience um, and enjoy. You may also discover that it's not something that you ever want to do again. You know, <laughs> and you'll see once you get there. But keep those aspirations in line. Um, we love the enthusiasm and appreciate the number of people who are excited about being a part of this experience and even more importantly, a part of our teams. And we hope that this information was helpful for you so that next season you may be right there standing next to that artist that you love so much on their a team and if you are
0: someone who wants to be part of fashion week who loves it as much as i do this is my favorite time of year everyone's in the city everything's exciting um if you want to work towards being part of the team with danessa and i Keep in touch with us, get to know us, um, get to know Sophia at The Makeup Show, get to know Jeremy. These are the people who are really helping us make decisions as we build these beautiful teams.
1: Well, guys, we love you so much and appreciate you being here with us for another weekly podcast. Um, thank you so much. Your emails are getting deeper and richer and we really appreciate all all people of the people are input. going in. We've yeah, got some great good. shows
0: coming up for you guys. And your, your emails comments are so full of ideas.
1: Thank you for sharing. There's so many people who've reached out and saying, Oh, I heard about the podcast from XYZ and she loves it. And I'm in love too. And that's really meaningful for us. This is our passion project. This is what we do for pleasure, um, to contribute to the community that we love so much. So continue to share, um, rate and review us. We are maintaining strong with our five star rating, which is amazing. For us, follow us on Instagram at Makeup Show Podcast. We love you so much, and we look forward to seeing you next week.
0: We'll see you backstage at Fashion Week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.